I remember sitting down with them and telling them that I'm getting, basically explaining to them this whole situation of how getting good grades, not studying much, don't know what I've been going to school for, you know, you're spending all this money, I want to do something else in life, this is not what I want. It's your host Johanna and welcome back to another episode on the Teenage Canvas podcast. My cousin is on the show today with me and today she's going to be the next guest on this week's episode. So, are you ready? So, she's a new adult just stepping into the world of adulthood and she's someone who actually didn't really have fixed path on what she wanted to do. So, today she's here on the show with me to share with us her journey and what she learned through it. Please welcome my cousin, Megan. Hello, thank you for having me. Um, can you hear the dog barking outside? Um, that is not my dog. I have nothing to do with that. Lovely to be on your podcast. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. So I remember that you were telling me one day about you being like the odd one in your school. Like, how do you consider yourself as like the odd one in your school? Okay, so I have to explain about like how being odd, right? Like I wasn't... Um, I wasn't odd in the sense that I was a very odd child or whatever. I just always felt like I didn't fit in, I guess. Um, yeah. So I, how it started was I remember being in a Chinese primary school. So when I was seven years old. Um, and it's very difficult, I guess, when you are a seven-year-old um, stepping into a Chinese primary school and not speaking a single word of Mandarin. Yes. I think care. that's a bit... <laughs> Yeah, that's a bit odd. Um, and I remember my parents uh, occasionally they still mention this um, about how scared they were in a way for like having their kid, you know, stepping into school and not knowing um, the language that you're supposed to be um, speaking and using for the entire next six years of her life. And uh, I guess I really struggled with that. And also, um, I didn't exactly grew up I mean, I don't speak Mandarin when I was six, seven, like six some, uh, before that. So I didn't exactly grow up in a household where you listen to like yes. Chinese music, yeah. I think. Um, and then I like watch Chinese like TV films yeah. and whatever. Um, and then I just remember uh, when I was in primary school, how everybody had like their favorite Chinese boy band or like girl, like... Um, you know, singers and whatnot, and I just couldn't yeah. relate. Yeah. Didn't know who they were, and that was a bit difficult, I guess, in making friends. Uh, because when you're like, oh, you know, this guy's so cute, and I'm like, I don't yeah. even know who you're talking about. Yes. Um, yeah. So that definitely made me feel like the odd one out. However, um, I obviously wanted to fit in really badly with um, everybody else. So I remember starting to, I started playing a uh, Chinese like Chinese music in the car try to like watch uh, Taiwanese films and all that. And you know, you, you sort of like build it up. Um, I managed to figure out who the boy bands are that they're talking about, who this um, yeah. lovely Chinese actress is. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm fitting in, you yeah. know? And then I remember when I was 13 and, um, you know, I don't know, uh, this is what people do back in my generation, but they used to, we used to have online blogs 
where you would it's sort of like a diary and then you would write like what happened to you in school and all that and everyone had them and um you know when you're desperately trying to fit in you sort of do crazy stuff like that too and i remember there's also like a way of taking pictures you know like nowadays i guess it's tiktok you know everybody has to have a tiktok account and all that but back then it was the way you take pictures right and i remember there was this this pose that you have to do where you sort of have to like put your lips together and i don't know it's like think yeah it's not i don't know what it's called but it's just this thing okay it's, it's a real thing i'm not making this up you have to push your lips together and you sort of don't see your lips at all yeah. and somehow that was very That's attractive so weird. person i don't <laughs> even you're laughing it is so weird and i remember uh so i had uh close friends of mine right who um they're like hey look let's take pictures and we would and they would always want me to do these things because they're like you know it's a cool thing you have to do it and i'm like but it looks really stupid like i look yeah. really stupid you look fine i look crazy and they're like no no you have to do it and then i i remember i remember this so vividly because it's so ugly the picture is there somewhere somewhere in the universe and i just don't want to know but um there's definitely a picture of me pursing my lips together trying really hard to fit in i think definitely after that picture i was like yeah. no i just i just don't look good like this girl looks good in it that girl looks good in it it's just not me and from that day onwards i think i was just like i can't i can't fit in like this anymore it has nothing to do with me and uh this is not me and yeah. you know i'm good thanks bye <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was me trying really hard to fit in and just absolutely giving up i guess because it's just not me you know like why am i putting myself through all this hardship <laughs> trying to make myself just be yourself right yeah, just be yourself like you look i don't know i mean this just me like that's just what i think but why try so hard to be someone else that you're not and also not feeling your best in it i think i mean like they said i look yeah. good in the pictures but i obviously i i genuinely think i look that's probably the worst picture i've ever taken in my life <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So that says something, I guess. So then um when you went into high school, was it the same? Um um okay, so I moved, right? So I used to go to I actually changed schools when I was 14. Um and it was really funny because the crowd was completely different. When I was 13, I was still sort of hanging out with um those two crowds that were very predominantly chinese uh, and all um and i remember you know because you come from a chinese primary school so you sort of also fit in back with those people who you went to chinese primary school with and i remember from the age of 7 to 12 i just really struggled i think to like try to be like one of those girls that went to a chinese primary school you know you got to talk like them you got to listen to the same kind of music like the Um and then when I was 13 I remember I was just like yeah you know after what how long, how many years is that 6 years of like trying to act like somebody you're not like hey you know I finally mastered this like I know how to fake being this girl yeah. that you know yeah. I, I don't know how better way to put it but there's de- definitely this image that I was trying to portray uh which is just trying to fit in really because I think that's what most people want to do right Um mm-hmm. uh so when I moved when I moved to another school I was actually very disappointed. <laughs> My parents didn't like um they didn't prep me for it. I think they just wanted to be like, "Oh yeah, you know what? 
we're gonna, you know, transfer you to another school. Um, and I was a bit upset because finally I managed to fit in and hey, here they are, you know, like stealing that away from me. And now I have to like be fit in again, I guess, or whoever those other people are. But um, I remember when I went to the other school, it was a whole new experience because uh, I found people who listen to the kind of music that I used to, you know, rather than tuning into uh, the Chinese channels on the radio, like here you are people who actually listen to like old R&B and like hip hop and like rap. And I was like, oh my gosh, people listen to English music? What in the world? Where have I been living? And, um, but definitely I think wherever you go, you will always go through like a fitting in phase, you know, people are always different. And then it's where you sort of have to decide, do you want to fit in? Do you want to stand out? Like, to what extent do you want to stand out? And to what extent do you want to, like, be just like everybody else? Yeah. So what's one thing you wish you had known before? Um, I'd say that for me, the biggest thing was when I was growing up. Uh, for the longest time, I was not blessed with knowing exactly what I wanted to do when I grow up, you know, I went through the phase, which I think most people do, but we are just all afraid to say it, which was, you grow up, you want to be famous, you want to, yeah, I don't know, be like a pop star or a singer, or like an actress or whatever. Um, I definitely went through that. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> did you go through that? Yes, I did. Yeah, I have like a path where I actually want to go. And, but like, there are also like quarter of the people in the world, quarter of the teenagers in the world who actually don't know what they actually want to do, right? Yeah. So I guess I, obviously like everybody, I still have those dreams. There's there's a a term for them. I don't remember what they're called, but I mean, um, but for me, more, I have like more realistic sense, right? Was that I never, I have a lot of people around me who know exactly what they do when, when they grow up. Some people want to be doctors. And I'm sure you have that too. And a lot of people out there do. Um, You know, some people you meet in secondary school. um, During that change in, you know, when you have to decide, do you want to do like science stream or like art streams? Yeah. For most, like in Malaysia, we do that. Um, And then I think from then on, you have to decide, right? Which sort of pathway you want to go. And um, I didn't need to exactly choose strictly on that. Um, as in my school allowed me to take both classes from both the art stream and the science stream if I wanted. So that's why I did. Um, and I chose a mixture because I really didn't know what I want to do. You know, I want to keep my options open. Um, and I think, I'm sidetracking a bit, but the most important thing was, and I found out was that it's actually not that great sometimes when you know exactly what you want to do. I have a lot of friends who also crash and burn because they didn't get to where they wanted to be in life. And at the same time, there's people like me who have no idea what we want to do in yeah. life other than to be happy. And, you know, I think I'm doing pretty okay. <laughs> I mean, I when I was in primary school, I had no idea what I wanted to be. When I was in secondary school, no idea. Even when I was in college, I would say I was struggling. Um, and even right now, if you had to point a gun to my head and tell me what exactly I want to do in life, like a proper, like a job, I probably wouldn't have an answer. But I think it's very important to sometimes not be so worried about things because they obviously work out. Like, it, I feel like it worked out for me. You know, I have a job. I'm happy. I'm not stressing every day. <laughs> yeah, so um, what 
advice will you give to people or teens who actually don't know what they want to do in the future? I'd say that if you wanted an example of someone, you can make it. And I am definitely the example of it. Um, I can yeah. actually think of the only time when I knew I didn't want to do something. Like, I can tell you that I don't know what kind of job I want, right? But I can tell you for a fact that when I was 15, something happened. And uh, I took bio, I think, for like two years. and then But then something happened. And that made me cut off bio and wanting to study bio. And from that day onwards, I knew that the rest of my life, I would not, I, I would not be a doctor, you know, because yeah. I did not have bio. Yeah, <laughs> follow your heart. Like, if your heart tells you that you can't do that, yeah, just don't do it, you know? Yeah, yeah sort of. But my, I think mine was a different story because mine wasn't what my heart was telling me. Mine was what I... So the story was that when I was 15, I think, uh, somewhere there, um, I had a bio teacher. But the story starts uh, the day... The day of my birthday, actually. So I remember my birthday was a Sunday. And the next day was a bio exam. Um, and, you know, it's my birthday. I'm out with my family. We're having a nice dinner. Uh, but here I am, you know, being a 15-year-old girl, worried sick about her bio exam and how yeah. she's going to do. So I had my book with me. Um, and I'm just reading through it, you know, reading through my mind maps, um, my pastor um, papers and stuff. And, you know, just working really hard, really wanting to do well for my exam yeah. uh, the next day. Yeah. And my parents were asking me, like, what are you doing? You know, it's your birthday. You can afford to relax a bit. It's okay. You know, eat cake, eat sushi, yeah. or whatever. And I was like, no, I cannot. Like, you're my parents. Why are you not stressed about this? You know, I have to do well. What is, is this not a problem? Uh, just, I just remember just being so stressed out because I really wanted to do well, right? Yeah. So I did my bio exam the next day and a um, couple weeks later, my grades came back. My bio exam grades came back. And um, I remember seeing my, my, my results, right? And uh, I was just absolutely devastated, just crushed because it wasn't great. I don't remember exactly um, what I got, but I just remember I was not happy with it at all. And I was really sad. Because I was, here I am, you know, really wanting to make this work, but it didn't work. Um, but even then, I did not give up hope on bio. Until um, this lovely teacher of mine came over. And I remember this so clearly because, oh my God, it was such, it was like a change in life, you know? It's when you feel point. like the entire, yeah, it's like a turning point, you know, it's a critical juncture. Um, and she just came over to my table, looked at me and said, Hey, Megan, so um, I know your birthday was the day before, so you didn't study, uh. that's why you got such bad grades, because you never study right, and I remember just, I, I'm not easily, I like, you can make me emotional, I'm not that emotional of a person, but oh my gosh, I remember I was like tearing at the corner of my eye, and I was like, oh, I can't believe, she just crushed me, like right there, and it was then when I realized that all right, you know what, maybe, yeah, no, not gonna do bio anymore. Apparently, I'm not great at it. Um, she thinks I'm dumb at it. And maybe I'm not great, you know. And then um, how I how I do my calculations in life is, I think about how, how many careers I can further with bio. And I was like, 
okay, right. That's a lot of careers that I could go to if I take bio. And then I think about how many other careers are out there. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I don't need bio. I'm okay. Bio is for somebody else. They can have that. So yeah, that's the reason why I stopped the bio. So if the teacher is listening to this, please know you're definitely the inspiration behind <laughs> oh my this. God. Great. She's great. Lovely lady. Another advice I would have, um, just not for people who don't know anything, but just like people in high school, because a lot of your um, listeners are in high school, right? Yeah. Or they're stepping up in life. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, um, be, be nice to everybody you meet. Be nice to all the people in high school. Um, even those that do not look that great. Okay, I know people are judgy. People in general are judgy, okay? So we don't have to like cover this or whatever. But you will be shocked. Because I'm in that period of life now where I can see these changes. And I can tell you that you will be shocked when you see... It, it could be like that girl or that guy who didn't look that great in high school, you know, going through that awkward puberty phase and whatever. But my goodness, when you're 20, you'll see everybody has blossomed. Even the, like, yeah. the ugly duckling school or whatever, they will look so cute, so hot, so whatever. And you and if you were mean to them, like, wow, shame on you. Because those people are never going to forgive you. Yeah. So be nice to people, you know? Yeah. You never know. You might want to hit them up one day, slide into their DMs or something when you're a bit yeah. older. <laughs> Leave avenues open. Leave the windows open. Yeah. But I think um, one advice I would give um, from, Parsec, from my own experience, um, it's okay to not know what you want to do. But I think in my what you could do is to understand what you want from life, right? Do you want to do a job that helps people? Do you want to... Because for me, when I was growing up, I always said that I, I didn't want an office job. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to sit in front of a computer screen um, from nine to five, um, you know, working in an office job and just constantly just typing into the computer because we do that a lot, you know, even when you're in you're in high school, maybe not so much, but when you're in university, definitely, right? So I remember I was just telling myself like, oh, you know, I, I, I would hate working in an office job. I wouldn't want to like sit my butt down on the yeah, chair no. and not yeah. get up for the next eight hours or yeah. so. But I'm currently working in an office job, <laughs> I would say. So I, I think like those are the kind of things that would change though, but I'm not saying that it's for everyone, right? So I think one of the most important thing is figure out what you want from the job. Um, do you want a job that um, that allows you to connect with other people? Do you want a job where you get to work with animals, for example? Do you want a job that pays really well if that's what it's very important to you, you know? Um, do you definitely want to do a job where it could also be like you want an office job, like it's fine, you know? If you like the confinements, if you like to be in an air-conditioned room, um, having your own corner somewhere, like, that's okay. I, but I think it's very important for us to to know, you know, like, what are the limitations that you're setting for yourself? What are you good at, for example? That would help, too, if you don't know what you want to do. Just have boundaries, some sort of boundaries. I I think the most important thing for me, for me, right, would be I want a job where I would be happy. I, I'll be happy doing it. You're not hurting anyone. Um, a job where I'm still 
constantly being challenged and constantly being able to new, uh, sorry, being able to learn something new. I think those were my main criteria. So for people who are out there listening, and if you don't know what you want to do in life, have like some sort of like criteria like that, I think it would get you somewhere. But that's just my opinion. And I'm definitely not um, certified <laughs> to give out any opinions like this. Yeah, okay. Um, so when did you notice that you couldn't continue what you were not interested in? Like, how did you know, like, what you finally wanted to do? Another thing, I can only think of, like, a couple times in life where that happened to me. Another time was when, so after high school, right? Fresh out of high school. Yeah. No idea what I wanted to do in my life. Um, other than bio, because I can do that. So no science stream things. Um, I basically chose a route where most Malaysian kids would choose, I think. It, it was such a big think I'm not sure people still do it now but I did business just because I wanted to uh, take a subject that was to potentially it would potentially allow me to expand to other areas if I wanted to and by uh, like sorry uh, business is a very versatile subject right if I wanted to be more I don't know computer screening um, and then night like a desk job I could do like finance and accounts if I wanted to be like a more people person I could do like marketing and PR so I thought like there was quite a wide range for me to play with. Um, and I definitely wasn't smart enough to do A-level. So bye to that. I'm not going to do that. So I did a business foundation in a university, uh, in a college. Um, and I was actually really good at it. I, was, I remembered having really good grades for it. But I stopped after my first semester there because I just thought it was so useless I wasn't learning anything. I mean, I wasn't learning anything much. I was getting really good grades without a lot of effort. And I remember, yeah, and you know like how it goes, right? Education is not cheap. And I just remember thinking, my parents are spending so much money for me because they want me to have a good future. But here I am working, uh, sorry, I mean studying at a subject that I, I liked, but wasn't interested enough because it just wasn't challenging. The classes were just dull. The teachers were not great. And it really shows because, well, you don't really have to study yeah. to get good grades. And I just thought, wow, this is, this is hogwash. What the heck am I doing here? And it was also then that I realized, um, reflecting a bit, that I wanted to do something that allowed me to write more. Because when you're doing business, you don't get to write. What are you talking about? You're doing math. You're doing econ. Yes. That's yes. it. You know, there's no writing for you. So I knew that I wanted to write a bit more, um, and that's why I decided to change. It wasn't easy though. Like my parents are, my parents are like proper Asian parents, but I, I'm, I have, I'm still really lucky. Um, despite what I'm saying, they were very, they were supportive. I remember sitting down with them and telling them that I'm getting basically explaining to them this whole situation of how getting good grades, not studying much, don't know what I've been going to school for, you know, you're spending all this money, I want to do something else in life, this is not what I want. And they said, okay, um, it's your life, we understand, (laughs) but you're only allowed to change your courses one time. So if you, so think wisely, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
just one time and yeah. that's it so if you want to do i don't know if like right now uh, so i was in business right so if i said i wanted to do architecture for example and if like okay you can only change to architecture but that's it that's all you can do <laughs> so you better make sure that you like architecture you know that's basically what you're saying and i was like yeah okay you know sure i mean i just couldn't see myself doing business anymore um so yeah and i i i did change at the end i did change to more of an like a arts program um and communications program and i graduated <laughs> not only did i graduate um my bachelor's i actually got two masters and <laughs> not in business thank you very much so yeah i'd say people out there who have no idea what you want to do i mean i have no idea what i want to do at the end of the day as you did two masters so that's something for you to think about i guess yeah yeah so how did you find yourself find myself as in find myself as a person yeah like find what you what you really wanted yeah something like that yeah uh i would say that it's a journey. it's a journey i'm not there yet i i only know myself probably i really know like 5% of myself maybe i'd say um just because i remember when i was younger probably around your age, uh, your age um i thought that oh you know i'm an adult i'm not an adult like then you know you're not an adult but it's more like you get that you get a feeling you get that vibe like oh yeah you're old now you know exactly what to do with your life um your parents yeah your parents are your parents like ah. but uh but i remember just every single year you would always think that you from last year was just a kid you think yeah. so too that's true yeah yeah so like yeah like um like you grew a lot in like this few years and then you would think back and be like why did you do such things and stuff like that right yeah. you would always think like back then whatever you do it's like oh so cool you know whatever yeah yeah but then at the end of the day it's like you know what it was like kind of stupid <laughs> yeah 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 it's so cringy it's like what is wrong with me why did i do that Ugh. Uh, so yeah, how do I find myself? I have no idea. I don't know who I am and who I'll be in the next five years. I think right. I think it's definitely a process. Um, but the most important thing would be to find values that you wouldn't hate yourself for in the next ten years. You know, you don't want to again look back and then be like, oh my god, I was that kind of a person. You know, you want to be a good person. I would say, and uh, after enough, like. Trials and errors. You learn a bit more things about yourself. You know what kind of food you like, what kind of food you don't like. You know what kind of people you want to vibe with, what kind of people you don't want to hang out with, and just want them to go away. Um, so I think it's definitely a process. You know, you always you always see something new, experience something new. Just be kind to yourself. I'd say the most important thing is no matter yeah. what you decide to do, who you decide to be, be a confident person, be a nice person. Nice person to like everybody else around you, but also be kind to yourself because life is hard. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's not always. It's not always going to be easy, but that's the that's the interesting part, right? Like, because if everything is easy, then yes. you just yeah. then life wouldn't be interesting. You know, you need to make it both the fun and the bad. So be kind to yourself. Um. I think one thing that's very important is for us to be true to ourselves. 
um, especially in the current age, you know, we have influences everywhere. Um, we always look to like Instagram or TikTok for inspiration, you know, like um, we wake up, we don't know what to wear. We go on Instagram, we look at our influence. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just go and surf and be like, oh, you know, she, this outfit is cute. And then you just want to look exactly the same because, you know, it looks good, right? But I think it's very important for us to still be true to what you want, you know, what you like. Um, and it's very, I feel like it's very hard nowadays for you, for us to know who we are as a person because here we are getting bombarded with all these people that we think we should follow and emulate. And then I think sometimes you can just lose yourself. Like it's very easy for us to. So it's very important to try not to be too influenced by the influences. Haha. <laughs> So we're going to wrap this episode right here. Thank you, Megan. And thank you, everyone who is listening to this episode on the Teenage Canvas podcast. Thank you for having me. And uh, stay safe, everyone. COVID is real. <laughs> if you guys enjoyed this episode and you can't wait for more like me, please subscribe and go follow on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and share with your friends or family or anyone who is facing all these teenage things like us. And you can listen to the Teenage Canvas podcast now on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. And you can listen to the Teenage Canvas podcast on multiple platforms too, which I actually posted in my Instagram account at Teenage Canvas Podcast. If you haven't, go follow. Go follow for more updates and stuff. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and feel free to leave some questions or slide into my DMs, you know. And also, I would be having like a bonus episode this month because... You know, it's Halloween, it's spooky season. I feel like it would be interesting for me and another guest to talk about Halloween. Yeah, so see you guys in the next episode. Bye!